Hey, hey, it's Jocelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Man, I am sluggish for sure. It is Wednesday, January 12th. Damn, I was about to say June 12th. Lord, y'all got to pray for me because I'm struggling. All right, so I'm hella sluggish tonight. I am, and um, I'm cold. I'm sitting up here in my long johns. I know they look very revealing <laughs> or not. <laughs> so I'm sitting up in my long johns because I am cold. So um, let's get started. It's where I always start every week. Three cheers of joy, three moments of self-celebration that has nothing to do with anyone else but me. And I make it a point to celebrate my three cheers of joy because it reminds me that I'm chosen and I need that. I don't know about you guys right now, but I need to be reminded that I'm chosen. I need to be, to shed some light on me as I sit in this dark space, dark physical space, a dark emotional space, um, a mental space. It's dark in here, right? Like, literally in here it's dark in here and i'm struggling with that so i need to celebrate that three cheers of joy brought to you by queen's ransom llc queen's ransom is alcohol infused products from uh wines chardes rose to popcorn right um and so that's a sponsor for three cheers of joy cheers to queen's ransom um so let me get started three cheers of joy my first cheer of joy is the silence it's so quiet. And um, before the show started, I was literally laying in the bed, like thinking it's so quiet. And I had to make myself appreciate the silence, right? Because I remember when my children were young and it was just shit going on all the time. Like, just noise, the TV, the fighting, the laughter, the, it was just always something. And I remember just wanting to get away. Calgon, take me away, just to the silence. And now here I am, it's quiet. Like, it is so quiet in here. <laughs> so I have to appreciate, that's my first year of joy, being able to appreciate the silence and knowing that I ask for it knowing that I look forward to it, knowing that on the days that the noise was too much that I asked for it and now I'm in it and it's loud, right? So not really loud, but you can tell it almost magnifies. The silence is like roaring at you that it's so quiet. So cheers to finding an appreciation for the silence, for the quiet. So cheers to that. <clears throat> My second cheer of joy, I'm celebrating two weeks of working out, working with my trainer. This is my second week. Last week on Saturday, I think, I think he almost killed me. Well, he didn't, not really, but had my leg just jacked up for two or three days till Tuesday. So cheers to my trainer. Cheers to two days, not to my trainer, just about me, remember, three cheers of joy. 
shout out and cheers to me for two weeks of training, right? Trying to get it together. So my first year of joy was finding an appreciation for the silence and remembering that I asked for it. My second year of joy is that I've worked out for two weeks consistently and that I've watched what I've been eating and I've watched what I've been drinking. I'm actually drinking sparkling water now. So I haven't really been drinking any alcohol. I had some wine last night. I did have wine last night and I had a, about an ounce, maybe two ounces of bourbon because um, I did want to drink. So I did have a little bit. And um, but for the most part, I've been drinking plenty of water. So two weeks of working out. So that's my second cheer of joy. My third cheer of joy, um, my plants, my third cheer of joy, my plants. I love, 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 love my plants. I think they're like my pets, right? I take care of my plants. I talk to them. Um, so cheers, that's my third cheer of joy to my plants. It gives me watch grow because my kids aren't here anymore. The kids are adults. No one teaches that part of parenthood, how to be a parent to adults. Um, and I think sometimes in the quiet, like now, I think sometimes I struggle with that. My children are adults and I have made it a point not to get completely consumed with their lives, like giving them the space to grow and be adults on their own, that I don't get caught up in their shit. <clears throat> so I have a substitute, <laughs> my plants. So that's my third cheer of joy, my plants. So cheers to the plants. <clears throat> and that is my three cheers of joy. And remember, three cheers of joy, three moments of self-celebration has nothing to do with anyone but you, right? It's just you, 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 you. How do you celebrate yourself? How do you make yourself remember that you're valid, that you're chosen, you're valued? Like you have to do something to make yourself remember that. And that's where I am every single week, taking this time to highlight the things about my life that says, you go, girl. And that's where I am. My first year of joy was appreciating the silence, which is daunting. <laughs> the second year of joy is almost two full weeks of working out, which is, I'm really proud of that. I'm getting stronger. I feel myself getting stronger. And even when I'm having a difficult time in the middle of the workout, it's always something that says, damn, you couldn't do this before. So I'm definitely getting stronger. And my third year of joy my plants. I love them. I talk to them. I'm probably going to be the plant lady. Um, so very excited about them. I love to show them when I'm, there's one behind me. I think you can see there's one snake plant. Um, I try to show them in pictures and just to give them light and to uh, just watch them grow. And, and another thing, and that's three cheers of joy brought to you by Queen's Ransom. And if you ever need to purchase a gift or something for your home, your wine rack, queensransomllc.com is where you want to go for that. And use Queen Joy in the um, coupon code to save 15%, I believe. So there's a uh, Queen's Ransom. Um, what was I going to say about my plants? Oh, about the plants. This is, you know, something different. But 
watching my plants grow remind me, they remind me of how it seems like we grow really, really fast, but we don't and everything takes time. So watching my plants grow just reminds me to slow down. That's going to be my 2021 saying is slow down, like just slow down because I'm so in a rush to go and do and make stuff happen. But I think for 2022, 2022, I think that's going to be my thing. Slow down, right? Just chill out and it's okay. And I found myself, Faceless Love has said this to me before, when something's happening and I'm trying to do something, he'll just say, slow down. You know, he said that before, like, slow down. And then I slow down and then what I'm trying to do works. And so I've kind of adopted that because I've never, I've never done that for myself. I just go full speed ahead into whatever I'm doing and I get frustrated if something isn't working. And just to have somebody who loves you and can see you, <coughs> just to recognize that. Excuse me. Somebody who loves you and can see you just to recognize it. Maybe you're moving too fast and just to gently say, slow down. So I think for 2022, I'm just going to keep that with me and just to appreciate the the journey of getting to where it is or whatever it is, just appreciate it without trying to rush through it um, to allow myself less frustration. I don't know about you guys, but if something doesn't work while I'm trying to do it, I definitely get frustrated. So, you know, I just, I'm going to have to slow down a little bit and work on that. All right. So let's see. Uh, social media posts of the week brought to you by STM Specialties and STM Specialties, all these personalized tumblers and things. That's what they specialize in, tumblers, and even as much as like crocheted baby clothes and just neat little heirloom type things that you just have made for somebody that you care about or you want to keep for a long time. Last week, I had my cigar tumbler. This week, I've got my Joy Exposed tumbler. She literally keeps me with the um, branding pieces and I appreciate that. So that's STM Specialties. And um, and uh, yeah, so I appreciate that. All right, so social media posts of the week brought to you by stmspecialties.com. And we do have a guest tonight. She'll be on in just a little bit. Her name is B. That. Kelly. And I'm looking forward to conversing with her. We've been kind of playing around with um, opportunities to interview and having conversations on Facebook. And now she's going to come live. So I'm waiting for her to dial in so that we can get started. <coughs> and in the meantime, I'm going to look at some social media posts. Let's see what I saved. I'm always saving. First of all, let me tell you something. It's fucking cold. And I know it's, I mean, I'm in Georgia. It's not like I'm in Michigan or Chicago or New York. I'm just cold. And I, I told you I have my um, <clears throat> long johns on and everything. Like, it's literally cold to me. So I'm working on that. And let me see what I wanted to say that because I um, did a screenshot of the temperature. One of my favorite social media posts of the week from last week was, Posted by a guy named Marcus Reed. It says, smoke your own blunts because N-words are sick and they ain't saying nothing. You know, I never thought about that because I'm not a big weed smoker. 
But you think about people who love to. <laughs> I know, Lissandra, it's gonna snow, it's supposed to snow this weekend. I know, I know, I know. Um, I uh, love that social media post about smoking your own blunts. And I never considered that because people smoke. If you've ever been in a setting where people smoke, they pass the blunt to whoever's out there smoking. But now you have to be considerate, right? Who you smoking with, if they're sick, if they're not sick, if they're whatever. And I love that because somebody said, hey, smoke your own blunt, bring your own shit and smoke it, but don't be passing it around. <laughs> so that's for Marcus Reed. Let's see what else I have. Um, that's hard to t read because it's a picture that goes with it. Um, doo -doo -doo. Let's see what else I got. I'm thinking, I'm looking to see what else I posted. I posted some really funny stuff uh, lately. I can't find it. Oh, let's see if that's weren't there. Oh, and then this was funny by a guy named William Payton. William, uh, women will take 50 selfies just to post the best one. Then you see them in Walmart looking like the other 49. <laughs> me every day. I take so many pictures and I post one, but then you see me out somewhere. You're like, oh Lord, she a damn mess. She's not looking like her pictures. All right. So I have um, uh, B. Kelly standing by to come into the uh, to come into the studio. I'm going to pull her in right now. Let's see. And here's a comment by Lissandra Sunshine Johnson. A new study just came out. Well, not really new because it's been mentioned. Weed helps keep COVID out. Hey, I ain't going to knock it. <laughs> I won't knock it. So tonight we have B. Kelly with us. Hello. Hi, Joy. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. I'm so happy to converse with you. I was saying earlier, I was like, gosh, I've been knocking around almost a year trying to get her in the space to converse with her. And now finally we get to talk and I'm excited about it. Thank you yeah. for having me. I'm excited to be here. <laughs> so, so where are you? Right now I'm in Columbus, Ohio. In Columbus, Ohio, because I, for some reason, I was thinking you were in the Atlanta area, but then I see you posting about Ohio and yeah, yeah, okay. I'm I'm, I'm a bit of a nomad. I'm somewhere oh. everywhere, but right now I'm in Ohio. No, oh, well then I'm not going to talk about how cold it is here. <laughs> Where are you at I'm, in Georgia? Yes, <laughs> I've been in Atlanta. Look, playing winner, not playing winner. <laughs> I've been Atlanta. I've been here since um. May, May 29th. I, I moved here in May. Yeah, so this is my first winter in a long time, and I am not faring well. So fair enough. You you deserve your space to talk about it since you just got oh, here. Listen, my, look, my, <laughs> I feel like my skin is pasty. I don't have any color. It does like, change. Man, it, it's like I'm different. Like, I'm probably one of the people that are affected by that um seasonal affective disorder, that sad mm -hmm. I'm yeah. probably one of those people because I'm just like, woe is me. Like, that's literally how I feel. That vitamin D makes all the difference. It yes. Does. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So, hey there. So, welcome. Welcome. Thank you. Yes. You're beautiful as ever. I love looking at your pictures and reading your posts. Why don't you? I mean, I'm like totally in love with you. So, why don't you no. tell everybody about yourself and then I'll just start talking after that. Fair enough. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm B. Kelly, CEO of B. Phenomenal Enterprise. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a counselor. I'm a life coach. I'm an author um, and just all around hope doctor. 
I believe yeah. in meeting the people where they're at and, and keeping it real and having fun while you're doing it. Also, DJ, I do a bit of a lot. Yes, I love that. I love that you said you're a hope doctor. Like, yeah. Yeah. When you say that you're a hope doctor, what do you want people to take from that? Like, so what I want people to take from that is that <clears throat> you don't have to necessarily be in the best spot in life to have hope. You can be in the absolute most horrific spot somewhere in between all the way underneath, right. but you can still have some level of hope, not toxic positivity, but hope yeah. that, that, that thing that thing that supersedes what people can see on the outside, but you just know that you know. That's right. why I consider myself a hope doctor. I, okay. I excel at helping people feel that. I love that. And you mentioned the toxic positivity because we have people have a tendency to say they're being positive and <clears throat> put their sight on something that's way out of reach. That's not yeah. and and that sets you up more for disappointment and because it's not something attainable. So when you make Absolutely. that reference, the hope says, I'm just believing that I'm going to keep going. You know, I'm going to keep going and goodness is out there instead of, yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm going to keep going on my level. It mm -hmm. might be completely different from yours, but on mine, I'm going to keep it pushing. I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I love, I love that. Cause we do confuse that a lot. And we, we are in a time when people want to be positive, you know, we're going to be, I'm going to be positive. I'm not doing this. And, and then they're positive. What they're saying they're being positive about sets them up for something else that they're going to have to dig themselves out of a hole for. And it's not. That's realistic. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love hope, it. hope don't mean ignore the truth. It don't mean Ooh. that at all. Oh, <laughs> that's that's it right there. That's one of my favorite things is like, tell yourself the truth about this stuff that's surrounding you, the stuff that you're mm -hmm. in, that you've chosen. Tell yourself the truth about it so you can move through it and past it and grow from it or grow in it, whatever it is, but at least be honest about it. Yeah, that's at it. Least be honest about it. Yeah, that, yeah, I love that. Wow. So you wrote a book. You're an author, too. What is your what's your book? Yeah. The Intimate Guide to Conquering Pain. Ooh. The Intimate Guide to Conquering Pain. Um, it's available at bethephenomenal.com. Also okay. available on Amazon. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's a short, short read. I don't know how to... Is that mine? That is mine. Uh, Sorry about that. No, no worries. Okay. So it's uh, at bethephenomenal? Bethephenomenal.com. Okay. B e t h e, phenomenal. P h e n o m e n a l dot com. Got it. Um, the book takes the fruits of the spirit and applies those principles to a variety of different types of pains. So, the pain of grief, the pain of going through divorce, mm -hmm. uh, the pain of mental illness, the pain of chronic pain, physical illness. Mm -hmm. Um. And it, it applies in a very simple way what you can do when you feel like there's nothing left to do. Okay. And that is put some hope on it, put some love on it. Yep. And all of these different things that we usually have probably thought of as religious, but they are really universal principles that can mm -hmm. be applied to help you master and overcome pain. Okay. Not get rid of pain, but master it in spite of having it. Yeah. 
I, I had a conversation earlier today and one of the things I used to tell my children growing up and it's, you know, when I reflected on the things I used to tell my kids and what I raised them, I'm always like, oh my God, you really jacked them up. <laughs> and I mean, and that's honestly, like you, like you jacked them up, like shit, I'm, yeah. I'm glad they can function. But um, I, used <laughs> I used to say stuff like, well, pain, I would say stuff like pain is relative. You know, I just always, mm -hmm personally i never wanted to get lost in the pain you yes. know it's like you deal with the impact of it and then mm -hmm. you still have to continue there's not a time that you get to stop in it because time continues to pass and there's always there's always um a purpose for your existence right so i used yeah. to always say that and then my son told me one day he's like mom like you say that like stuff doesn't hurt and i'm like no i never say it doesn't hurt i'm always saying that you deal with it in the time that you have to deal with it you can't mm -hmm. let that take over your life you yeah. can't it's just for the moment so um i love that you the conquering pain because that's a big deal and we don't really address the address the pain of divorce of friendships mm -hmm. that have come to an end of mm -hmm. you know we have a hard time addressing those things because it's like we're hurting by them but we don't necessarily yeah. think temporary impact it's just like how do i deal with this how do i get through this how do i go through the stages of this you know absolutely absolutely and that. come out and come out better for it absolutely and come out better for it. yes yes <laughs> yes yeah. and you know i think it's a, almost a it's a mind thing for sure, because it's almost a willfulness that you develop over time that you realize mm -hmm. I've got to keep going. I've got to, yeah. there's something for me to do. So I can't, is this moment worth me losing myself in? Right. So that's yeah. And, and I, and that's a lot, we, we lose that a lot. And, but we're, I think people are learning. I would like to think that people are learning anyway, hopefully. <laughs> I, I feel I, I feel I feel like I feel like the people watching you definitely are learning. How about yeah, that? well, good. <laughs> well, I, that's, what I, that's what I want, and I think you know, for me, it always comes off as that I can be callous or you know, lacking in empathy, lacking in empathy because I don't get like emotionally drawn mm. into the yuck. Because I'm always mm. I look at the yuck like this is yuck. <laughs> You know, it's like you see a situation mm -hmm. in your life that has nothing to do with me. I I'm not going to enter this situation with you. You know, so I you know I've had you got you got some healthy detachment going on. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely because it I have to, I've got a purpose. Like I feel that mm -hmm. I honestly believe I have a purpose, so I can't get lost in those situations. And when you know when you tell people no, when you know how to protect yourself from the pain of or the yuck mm -hmm. of or the toxic. Yeah whatever when you know how to keep yourself from it people look at you like oh you don't care you don't have any empathy you and, it, and you're like what you said <laughs> what? you're modeling you're modeling empathy by not uh, giving in to the yuck right right but people want you in it with them they want when they're in a nasty place they want you in the nasty place and if you're not in the nasty place they're going to try to pull you into it, um, right. just drag you. You, you don't love me. Yeah, exactly. 
exactly yeah <laughs> i'm like wait how about you don't you don't love me because you want me to suffer too you want me in this too <laughs> Yeah, you don't love me. <laughs> That's a you big. I mean, they say it, amen. Yeah. Cheers to that. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, that's a big deal to me. I tried desperately to keep myself safe, and I had to learn because I am a product of divorced parents and growing up mm -hmm. in the single parent home and a yucky yeah. marriage and divorce. Like I've gone through all that, so now at fifty two, I'm like. Shit, I'm chilling. Period. <laughs> Period. Chilling. If you can go through all of that and be on the other side and say I'm chilling, I mean, to me, that's mastery. Absolutely. You know, and that's that's exactly that's exactly where I sit. But I love that, you know, you're talking about it. You're talking about it real time today. We're not talking about Elizabeth Kubler Ross grieving and with the book no, that was no. written in 1968 no. or nine or seven. Because I lose over half my clients if that's where I start. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So you have to, you are talking right now, relevance, like relevant yeah. to right now, the times and things and addressing the social media issues and yeah. just, we're, we're we're in a we're in a generation right now that wants it completely raw. They don't they don't want no sugar. Like no none. And I think they've been raised without it. Like they've been raised with the okay, this is mm -hmm. what we're dealing with. Deal with it. They've seen so much death and just Absolutely. demise. You know, you can't really play with the person that's seen so much. It's nothing yeah. to play with. It's nothing left but the truth. Mm -mm. That's it. Yeah. So um, I'm definitely have to get that book so I can give it to a couple of my clients. <laughs> the intimate guys. <laughs> Look at myself, right? I got to make sure I have a copy um, handy. So thank you for that. I remember when I met you, we were in Tampa and you were um, yeah. uh, hosting an event for a numerology event. And that's where I met you. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Was was promoting the numerology tour with Miss yes. Nicole and here. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. That's when I first I met you both there. And I was just I fell in love with both of you. Like, oh my God, this is crazy raw energy. Like this goodness. You know, it's like you walk into a space yeah. and you know it's safe. That's that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. And you, and you and you brought it and you brought it with your reading. So I'm I'm grateful to you. <laughs> and we stay and we stay connected. When when you we spit did. on the mic, I was like, whoa. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, this shit that's in her mind. Oh my God. <laughs> I, I would I would have crushed my pearls if I had some. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. is so good for me. Yeah, that that yeah. the readings the writing and readings are so that was my that's my therapy like writing and doing the readings and having the conversation that shit saved me like that if nothing yeah. else if i never sell another book that mm -hmm. saved me like literally saved right. my mind and yeah. brought me to a new place that it delivered me to just an amazing space well, so. listen if y'all haven't heard that i don't know when you're doing your next live but they need to hear you 
I know there's so the stories are so much fun. They're just they're just yummy stories. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Okay, okay. When I sent you a message and ask you, this is about you, this is about you. What do you want to talk about? You had a buzzword in there, like, and I wanted, I was like, oh yes, I love it. So you let me, I'm just gonna read it to make sure that I cover everything because this mm -hmm. one thing I definitely this topic I love and people don't want to talk about it. I know. I don't want to talk about it. So you said dating, divorce, sex, polyamory, and grief. Yeah. Polyamory. polyamory. That's, I have had someone tell me years ago when I was talking about a situation that I was in, and they were trying mm -hmm. to put it in boxes. And my thing was, no, I just, I love, no, I love them both. Like, they're mine. Like, I don't, I'm not a girlfriend to either one of them. I'm like, I don't, what, I don't know what you're trying to do. Like, I don't know what you're trying to do. Like, no, 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 no. So they were, they were like, oh, are you, are you, is, is this like polygamous relationship? And I was like, no, like they're not in a relationship together. Like, this is me loving. They're like, oh, so you must be polyamorous. And I didn't really know. I knew from poly is many and amorous. I know what amorous is. So I tried to put it together on yeah. that. Once I did research, I was like, Oh, I am. I, I am capable of loving multiple people. Like <laughs> I I am I'm capable of that. Like I, I yeah. know that I am, but people mm -hmm. don't like to talk about that. Well, even though people <laughs> don't talk, wait a minute. Tandy T says you got my attention. Yes, Tandy. Tandy got yes, girl. Yeah. <laughs> people, people don't want to talk about it, but it's it's happening. Yeah. It's happening and more and more throuples and quadruples are like committing and, and really making it happen yeah. and also having family. So it's like it's a conversation that needs to be had. It's, it's definitely going on around us. It is. It, it, it is definitely happening. And I also think that and it's not new. It's no, it's not new. And I also <laughs> think that when people relegate themselves in a space that they aren't comfortable in of one monogamy, one boyfriend, one when one girlfriend, when they force yeah. themselves, that's trauma. Like you create your own kind of trauma when you're forcing yourself in the situation where you're not able to move the way that you want to move. Right. So I, yeah, it is. People don't and people don't they don't believe that. They want they it's want a form of self-loathing. Yeah. What what is it about you that you don't love yourself enough to actually just receive what you what you love and care about? Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. And I this is I mean, so for me, I understand it and I know that mm -hmm. I have I've spent years being able to move the way that I move. Like I like I don't I don't knock anybody moving the way they move. I don't judge. You know, you can't judge cuz I mean, I'm a mere mortal myself. You know, so there's yeah. no judgment. But when people move the way they move, you have mm -hmm. to respect them knowing themselves and collecting the tools they need for their path. So when you talk about something as delicious as being able to love openly and honestly with many, with others, mm -hmm. you talk about your own self and you talk about your freedom. And that's a, that's huge for me. I'm I'm glad that you keep putting the emphasis on love mm -hmm. because when people talk to me about it, the first thing is, oh, you just want to cheat. You just want you just want to do your thing and have your cake and eat it too. 
If I'm doing what I want to do, that's not cheating. If I'm if I'm not doing what I want to do, that's me cheating myself. Why would I just do that? Exactly. Why would I cheat exactly. myself? Like, <laughs> what are you, like that's sick. Listen, as as ridiculous as it sounds, people still, for whatever reason, equate being polyamorous with having a bunch of sexual partners or being promiscuous. And it's none of that. It's truly about relationships, uh, consent, being honest about what it is that you desire and truly want. Yep, yeah. And it's, it is. There's some people who are polyamorous that are asexual. Like, that sex ain't even their thing. It ain't their thing. Yeah, it's not their thing. And I think people cheapen that dynamic energy exchange of sex they cheapen it to you just wanna because to get to a space that you can share openly and honestly with someone that's a huge thing i mean you can have sex with anybody but sharing in a open loving space is a whole nother completely different dynamic yeah it is not the same yeah (laughs) It's, it is totally different. So I love that um, you mentioned that because that's something that I'm always, I'm always just curious about. And honestly, I've spent years seeking for myself. I spent years seeking and I realized mm-hmm. that I would never settle into a relationship with someone who wasn't capable of everything that I am. I, I knew that. And I would, I would never settle into that. Like I knew that, and I, I but I had to learn, of course, because you realize you. Joy, what stage of life were you in when you got that nugget? Um, probably. <laughs> let's see, I'm 52 now, so probably about 43, 44. Okay. Yeah, so yeah, maybe 44 ish. And I just realized because I know that I'm a I'm a lot because my ideas and my the universe demands a lot from me and for yeah. me to lessen my movement for a human is me not fulfilling my role, my duty to the universe. So I just had to kind of be like, okay, look, okay. Now if he, if he don't want me to this or he put got boundaries on what I can do, then he's mm-hmm. not a person for me. Cause you yeah. can't put me in a box. <laughs> like, it's like, I know that's right. <laughs> So Way I'm too saying, phenomenal for that. yeah, I'm not, you can't do it, but we find ourselves in those spaces where we get yeah. locked in a box for another person. And um, yeah, so I think I started the guy I'm dating now. I told him, you know, I'm a lot, you know, I'm like, Hey, he knew too. He didn't never, you know, he never asked me to stop dating. He never, he was mm-hmm. just like, Shit, when I'm ready, when I'm ready and I can give you what you need and want, then you will know it. But you just do you. Like, yeah, he literally yeah. was like, what? I've been following you? y'all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's him. He's just like, do you. And so I I had to realize that he was capable of, he is capable of everything that I am. And surprisingly, yeah. that removed a lot of my kind of movement in and out with other people because I'm fulfilled in this space. But because he yeah, because but because he loves me as I am, it allows mm-hmm. me to put love in other places, to give love in other places. And whether yeah. it's like to other people and entertaining and my mm-hmm. foundation 
and whatever he i don't i'm not seeking anymore because it, it has found me but he knows yeah, y'all just y'all being y'all being yeah 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 but you know the thing is i had to recognize the fact that for anybody that i shared with that mm -hmm. their what their role and what my intention was in that space and to be honest enough about it and that kept me in good stead with people that I dated and the way that I moved because I was doing me. Nobody was like, oh, that's my lady. They were probably like, yeah, I know her. <laughs> <laughs> they were probably like, <laughs> I know her. She cool. Look, you hanging out with her, you know, they probably more like that than anything, but mm -hmm. no, what y'all do. <laughs> But for me, it's more like I had to recognize <clears throat> I, the love I have. And that's how I think of, that's when I think of polyamory is that the love I have to give is in abundance. And because mm -hmm. of what I receive is great, but nobody can, nobody can minimize that to sex. Nobody can say, oh, they, they just together because of, well, we do have great sex. <laughs> but and, the, and watch it and we'd be happy about that part too exactly but and the thing is it's like <laughs> we have we have great sex and guess what we have great sex all the time our sex is all day long from a touch a kiss a hello a, let me fix you lunch or here's a drink it's or continuous love. we are we always we are always yeah. making love like we always there's not a instant there's a always and that's the beautiful yeah. thing about being open and being free with it and meeting somebody who can appreciate that because people struggle in that space i yeah. concur i concur the <clears throat> the self-exploration along with honest communication that's necessary to carry off polyamory is sometimes what people struggle with in the beginning mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because and they don't want to because they're not admitting that well you know it's a good guy i should probably do you <laughs> that's what you should exactly do do Period. you <laughs> do you and if your desires change and your the way that you want to share changes then it changes but you can't force it exactly you can't force it because it's going to come back and bite you in the ass in like 10 years <laughs> one then, way or another it's coming back then then you'll be <laughs> accused of you'll be accused of cheating when really you were just mm -hmm doing you you know like come on now yeah yeah yep. i think i think that's definitely a great um conversation to have and i think that when people have it and others are interested they have to make sure that it's not cheapening the sharing the honesty mm -hmm. and the sharing in it that's that's the that's the key right there you've got to be honest about what it is yeah yep yeah what the value of the connection is Yes, yes, absolutely. Because there it matters. Are, it absolutely. So what are, yeah. what are you doing in Ohio? Is that home for you? That's like your place where you keep all your clothes and repack your suitcase before you take off for your next yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So born and raised in Ohio, currently living in LA. However, like all of my mm. family is is in Columbus and with COVID doing all that it's done. Um, I'm a hundred percent remote, so yeah. I, I just came on home to to be with my people for a okay. while. So how's yeah. LA? Oh man, 
You listen like beautiful. <laughs> Yes. I, I, like it's I everything I expected it to be. Yes. I never get tired of the sunshine. And and for everything that, that people may say about the, the cost of it or whatever the case may be, I, I love the energy of it. Yeah. I love it. What about the people? What do you I mean, LA to me seems like a kind of the melting pot. It doesn't seem like a lot of the cultural differences or people really put you in a box of something. So what about the people? No, the, the people is like just this beautiful collage of some of everybody. Mm. Can't, you can literally do whatever, be whatever, have whatever experiences, and it's cool. You're going to meet somebody that's into it. Oh, my God, I love that. Like, yeah. that's, that is so refreshing because i have it's not out of the box up to have different types of friends there like it's the norm <laughs> yeah it's like yeah i i i love that i just mm -hmm. feel i've never had to spend any time in la but i just mm -hmm. i know there's in my mind i know there's a place that will function around me as i am there's nobody mad or judging or yeah. Whatever. It's just like, oh, she's fun. <laughs> and that's it. And and they just appreciate you because you're fun and that's sufficient. It's good. Mm -hmm. It's a it's it's that. very much a live and let live atmosphere. So yeah. I, I dig it. And then again, you for me, I can't say enough about the weather. Yeah. It it just does wonders for, for my health. Oh my god, I need like I need it. Like I need <laughs> I need the sun. Yeah. Like Shit. Like I'm here, like, I, I mean, I have was sitting cause I work, I'm working from home too. So I'm remote. And I was like, I'm just going to go stay in Tampa for a couple weeks with my daughter. Like I just need Seriously. some sun. Like I need the sun. Like yeah. I, this is, I, it's almost, it feels debilitating. Like, and I don't know that I noticed because I've been gone. I was in, I grew up in Atlanta. I left and went to college in Florida. Mm -hmm. And then I was I was back here for about 10 years after my divorce. But I was in a whirlwind of child rearing and work. So I never mm -hmm. really paid any attention. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, COVID has stopped everything enough that we have to pay attention to everything. And I'm like, everything. I am Instacarting my life away. If I could just get the mail <laughs> My mail directly to the door. I would be in here, like not moving on this. Yeah, that's how it makes you feel. Totally. <laughs> I have, that's how I feel. I'm like, I haven't spoken a word all day. Like I'm just walking around. <laughs> but awesome. I, I need that. I need the sun like desperately. So I'm gonna have to get me some. So what's next for you, motivational speaker, author? <laughs> Hope Doctor. I love that. What's next for you? What's next? I want to delve deeper into um, media. So Ooh. media by way of music and movies and plays. Nice. Yeah. I uh, I want to get in. Well, not want to. I'm, I'm getting into some producing because oh, nice. I know that... Um, I know that we like to watch stuff and while everybody is is glued to 
internet, TV, streaming, whatever the case may be, I think some more of our stories need to be out there creatively. So, and you know what? On. Now in this time, <laughs> everybody's been watching and streaming. It's some horrible yeah. shit on TV. I'm like, if y'all got funding to make that. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, it, you guys got funding to make that? Like, I know yeah. there's funding out there for what I see. Like, I know that, man, it's crazy. Yeah. Uh, so uh, my, 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 my vision, my vision is uh, a hallmark of sorts for, for people of of color that don't necessarily get their stories told with a good ending. Because <laughs> sometimes the ending be amazing, like dreams do come true. Yes, you know, a lot of times, and there there yeah. are happy there are happy black American people. <laughs> there are happy people like. It ain't made up. <laughs> this is, I mean, they live well and they're happy, mm -hmm. you know, all the, you know, yeah. they have their regular roller coaster like everybody else, but it's not traumatic. It's not, um, I think somebody called that um, trauma porn. Where yeah, everything that's you a watch good term. Is, yeah, trauma porn was the mm -hmm. term that they use it. Everything you watch has got some horrific ending or something happens in there and it's just like, exhausting to watch you know so yeah, yeah. i like so, my, i like my television to be fueled with some with some goodness so i don't oh, put my oh. hand in and create it <laughs> yes yeah you know what that's it you know you want to watch something that makes you feel good and you're like yeah makes you root for them and make you just li leave it with like such a good feeling like oh i like yeah. that i i like yeah. that you know that that felt good right um joe said ohio in all caps <laughs> he's on it. He's like Ohio. <laughs> he's from Cleveland. He loves Ohio. My goodness. So, okay, like, everyone, everything we talked about, that's what he got out of he got Ohio. <laughs> Ohio go hard. <laughs> well, I look, I was hosted a couple times in Ohio and I in Cleveland and I loved it. I love I love Ohio I loved Ohio too. So it was um you've been here before. Yes, I came up to do a reading twice. Um, okay. Yeah, and it was it was really good. I, that's why I said my book has my books have saved me, like literally, mm -hmm. because I've met the best people and and they are happy endings, you know, yes. literally. Yeah. <laughs> they are their stories are happy stories, and I I have to tell yeah. people that they're it's not any heartache in my books. Like there's not anybody who ain't shit, who this or there's not any of that. It's just. Yeah. A good exchange of moments, that moment. Like it's just all yeah. that that is. Yeah. And, you know, just recognizing and appreciating that. So, that part. And I'm, I'm also working on um, a meditation CD. Ooh. Yeah. That's nice. That's going to be nice. Are you, so is it like, um, I can't ask a lot of details, but I'll just say this. Is it, is your voice on there? my voice my words and i got some artists that created the music oh yes 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 yes, yes. that's gonna be freaking awesome yay 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 so that's awesome so congratulations on that if you need, you. We need it we we need a calm like we need a voice a calm voice a voice to yeah. bring you yeah. in to make you just that, kind of chill that. 
And I, I know for me coming up, it was absolutely, it, it was two tag teams. It was, it was Dr. Maya and it was Oprah. Like those, those was my voices. Those are the voices. So, yeah. yeah. And now so you're the we, voice. We, I love that. Ah! Thank you. That's, exciting. <laughs> that's, that's super exciting. I went to um, a yeah. guided meditation Mm, a few months ago, he, since I've been back in Atlanta, I went to a guided meditation and it was mm -hmm. probably like it was a straight cleanse, probably two hours cleanse of yeah. everything. And then I, I think probably for the next week, I don't know that I had any thoughts. Like if it wasn't immediate in front of me that I was to do, there was no moving back and forth or wondering or worrying or it was <laughs> like, it was, yeah, it was yeah. Right. That's peace amazing. and tranquility. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And that at, at times like this, we need to cultivate it more than ever. And it's possible. Oh my God. It, it shouldn't. It shouldn't have to cost trillions. So I'm working on that. Mm -hmm. Good for you, and that's amazing. Congratulations, because that is something that is needed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Margot said. Um, uh, Maya Angelou was an influence in her life. She's in um, California yeah, too. I yeah. think she may be in San Francisco or Sacramento. Yeah. Okay. Mar Mar is. And then Yvonne said, what's guided meditation? Oh, mm. I was with a, I think he was a shaman and mm. he had like, um, he played these, he had singing this, bowls. a singing bowl. Exactly. I don't even know what it's called. The singing mm -hmm. bowl. And he played these different, he played it differently that it touched like your different yeah. chakras as he went on. Oh, Margo is in Los Angeles. Los yeah. So it, okay. and he played it, it, you can feel it touch your different chakras and he kind of walked yeah. in. And I could, depending on the tone. Yep. I can literally mm -hmm. feel my heart. I could feel my heart and I could feel my ovaries. It almost felt yeah. like we had been touched, like yeah. physically touched those things during the meditation. And it was, oh my God. Like it was, such a cleansing space for me that I was so, it was like, I could, I, I felt like I could feel like my heart illuminating and like my ovaries, like I could just yeah. feel it. it was intense. Yeah. So like scientifically, we know what notes help to elevate which parts of our system. So um, guided meditation can be anything from somebody actually saying different words for you to visualize something or playing singing bowls or different mm -hmm. notes um, for you to breathe to. It, it involves deep breathing. It always involves deep breathing. Always deep breathing. Uh, and that's that's a huge anything that you do that you're yeah. focusing on your body. The first thing somebody's gonna tell you is to breathe. breathe. <laughs> like make sure you breathe and then inhale this, exhale this, in in your yeah. mouth, yeah. out your nose, or in nose, out mouth, whatever it is you're trying to that's capture, right. they're gonna talk about breathing. And that's a big yeah. deal. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the, the purpose of guided meditation is to calm your mind, calm your system, bring you back to the center of yourself, oh, yes. help you to ground into the now reality and focus on what's in front of you. Yes. That's it. This is your guided meditate. Your meditation CD is going to be amazing because it's so needed and you're so powerful in your work, like your daily words, anything that you post, you just, it's so kind of to the point and just, it's almost like to the point and wrap with a bow on it because you don't, <laughs> you don't, 
you don't mince words. You say what you're going to say, but it's always kind. It's always kind. And that's important. Yeah. I, uh, I've had the, the blessing and privilege to work with a variety of type of people that most people commonly don't want to deal with. Some of everybody who supposedly hate people like me, love me, and they interact with me on a daily basis. And I know that they do that because I use kindness as the base for anybody that I interact with. I don't have to agree with you. I don't have to like what you stand for, but I can be kind to you. Oh, wow. I love like. Yeah. That's the real right there. And people expect you, they want you, they want to force that something else out of you. But when you realize, yeah, this shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Yeah, I, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't be divided. I can't be divided. <laughs> love that's is love. Right. And that's it. Yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm here. Like I'm here because yes. circumstance has me here. But for me to yes. get caught up in a cat fight with you is a waste of my time and energy. And I'm not going to. Nah, I got That's way too huge. many people depending on me to go out like that. That is huge. That's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's it right there. And but I love you are you're so kind and you're so warm and your smile, your presence just says safety, security. Mm -hmm. Like your presence just says that. Like I love mm -hmm. that. Thank you. Yes, yes. Oh, Thank and you. I saw on Facebook you put up a 10-year challenge. Woo, baby. What what is that about? What? So check it out real real fast. At, at my heaviest, I weighed 322 pounds. Wow. And that was that was the height of eating my way through divorce, through grief, through a master's program, just stressed on top of stress trying to mm -hmm. be superwoman. And then I finally put myself first and was able to not just drop the weight but drop the weight of the mind that kept the weight of the body on mm -hmm. and like my health has just been going up up and up you know people frequently think it was for looks but whether i was big b or little b i always felt like i was fly that's right it was my it was my health i was concerned wow. about. well that's yeah. uh, uh, when i saw that i was like wait a minute you, that's a journey yeah. in itself and look I used, how much I used to be tipping on four foes. I, be... <laughs> <laughs> I can say that because I was yeah. a big person. Yeah, all love. It's all love. <laughs> That's so funny. But I'm sure in the process you learned so much about yourself. Right. You I'm just more wow. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I learned I learned just how much I covered up taking care of myself by taking care of other people. Mm -hmm. And I reversed that. Yep. And I know I know it's a lot of people that can relate to that. I know for me it was totally generational. I watched great grandma do it. I watched like mm -hmm. I watched a lot of generations do it. Um, and then I also seen how they went out of here and I didn't want to go out like that. Right. I wanna wear I wanna wear my pretty things while I'm alive. I won't be celebrated while I'm here. And I'm gonna celebrate me. I'm gonna start it with me. I don't gotta wait for nobody. Yes, that's awesome. Uh, Margo yes. said, I wore a 34 women's at my biggest weight from depression and overeating. Yeah. yeah. It's, I, I can only speak for me. Food mm -hmm. was an addiction. Yeah. And it took a while to break it. It took a lot. Yeah. yeah and then that's the journey I'm on. I'm on now putting myself first. That's right. I, Listen. Say, I love it. That's what it's yeah. about. 
We say you got to put your air mask on first. That's that's if you don't take care of yourself. Uh, and it's not selfish. It's self-preservation <laughs> and it's self-love. It's honoring the divine in you to do it first. I know. And you know what I'm going to say because I it's almost 10. So I'm going to say this. This is what I say. I realized I can only give unlimited from my gift space. From what my gift is that the universe has provided me. That's the only place I can give unlimited from that doesn't damage me. It's when I'm trying to give unlimited from these other places, it's mm -hmm. damaged because I don't have an unlimited supply of those things. So when it comes to money, I don't have unlimited. But when I try to give you my last and now you got it and I have none, and then you do what you need to do and we both have none, that's not, that's traumatic for me to be trying to figure out where I'm going to get money from. That's okay. mm -mm. <laughs> I'm missing my own no. <laughs> Like, that doesn't make sense. But from, you know, where I can give my unlimited space has to be from what my gift is. That's it. If I can't, if it's not from there, then it's not, it's not something I can do because I don't get to suffer anymore. Yeah, I'm not going to make my own self suffer. Yes. Nope. No, thank you. <laughs> no. My grandpa always used to say, be good to yourself. Yes. Be good to yourself. And that is hard. That's a hard concept for us when you see, when you believe that people have given so much You and you want to do that. You want to be the person that people can come to for whatever. But then you realize this is exhausting and half of this yeah. ain't got nothing to do with me. So and, and now they only me? coming to you. They ain't going to nobody else. <laughs> and then as soon as you say no, well, you think she better than everybody else. And this and this and this and this. And you're like, get away. I Just go on. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> well, That's anyway, it. it is 10 now. So be phenomenal. <sighs> it was I, fast. I know. Great. Hey great company that's what it is it's great company we have to do it again but it Thank was just you so, so much for having me you and i put the i'm gonna i get it send me a picture of your book so i can put that in my um page and um i, I also i don't even talk about this much i do a, on the roku channel there's a channel called the jpn network and i have mm -hmm a segment called open book with Joycelyn Wells and I do interview for authors. So maybe we can get some time and I can interview you to um, about 15 minutes. So we could, I mean, we can do that anytime tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, it doesn't matter. Um, just about 15 minutes. I can interview you for that. And um, it airs it's on the Roku channel. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. yes, yes, yes. So, that. so thank you so much for being awesome. I knew that you would, and I was so looking forward to talking to you. And you know what? You're my light today. You're my son today because mm -hmm. I've been, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm drab. Like I feel drab. I'm cold. I'm miserable. <laughs> you, you brought so much goodness to me in this hour that I needed you today. And I'm so grateful. Thank you. Like you have filled me in so many ways in this conversation. And thank you for that. I appreciate that. I love you back, Joy. It's an honor. I'm happy to see you in person. <laughs> I know. I know. I can't wait. I can't wait till something happens and we can start moving around. But definitely let's, um, let's um, set up another interview um, for the open book and um, 
keep me posted on your CD and I'll have to yeah, and send yeah. me a picture of a uh, face of your book and a link okay. so I can post that as well. I shall. All right. Take All care. Right. Thank you so Thank much. You. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Have a good night. You too. All right. This is Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed and it's Wednesday, January 12th. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and for your input. I appreciate you. And I hope you guys enjoyed B. Kelly, be phenomenal, Kelly. Um, and remember, when joy is exposed, everything just feels better. Mwah. Have a great night. We'll see you next week. Bye.